This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome in to another edition of Central Indiana Today here on 98.9 WYRZ. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. The I-STEP scores are out. And I-STEP, of course, an issue that affects thousands and thousands of kids all across the state of Indiana. One school that did very well on the I-STEP was the Cascade High School. And on the show today, we're going to talk with Principal John Acton, as well as Marsha Bright and Chris Bois from the guidance office at the Cascade High School. We're going to talk about why Cascade did so well. And uh, of course, very proud of those I-STEP scores. John Acton will start the program with us by talking about the broad view of what it means for the Cascade High School. John, of course, the fabulous principal out there. Here's that conversation. John, it's good to be with you again. Hey, thanks, Rob, for having us. Really appreciate it. Well, as we talked about many times, Cascade, the Cascade High School. I got to get that right. It's, yes, sir. It's branding, you know. Exactly. Uh, really on the move. A lot of great things going on. And one of the things that's really impressive is the I-STEP scores just came out. Tell us about I-STEP. What, well, first of all, what is I-STEP? 
ISTEP is the state-mandated assessment, and it, it has kind of gone through some uh, fluctuations and still probably has some, some adjustments uh, as, as we're going to have a new state superintendent, um, but is what we are measured by. And um, and I my colleagues here will kind of go more in-depth on, on uh, Marsha Bride, our director of guidance, and Chris DuBois, guidance counselor and head basketball coach. So go in much more detail. But it, it's how we are measured um, against our, our peers across the state of Indiana. And um, because we have some outstanding kids and some outstanding staff, our, our kids have, have performed very well. And we're proud of them. They work very hard. Um, it is a total family approach to uh, to trying to put our kids in position to have success. All right. So what does I-STEP mean for Indiana? You get these results. What do they tell you? Or what are they supposed to tell you? Um, whether your kids are... are um, prepared to graduate from high school. Now, this sounds like something a bureaucrat came up with. Is that right? Um, I'm sure there are some very important people that have come up with this. <laughs> and, um, and you know, we, we uh, here's the game, and, and we have to prepare our kids the best we can. Um, we've kind of transitioned from what was called end-of-course assessments, ECAs, to I-STEPs. Um, whether it maintains or not with new administration, I don't know. But um, it, it what's imperative is for our current students this is what they have to pass to graduate so whether we like it dislike it doesn't matter this is what the state says we have to get our kids ready to prepare for um so that's what we're going to do all right so tell us how we did because we did great right our our kids did well we're, we're, we're proud of them um they, they performed um, in English and, and math. Um, we were number one in the county in our English scores. We were number two in the county in our math scores. Um, we were number two overall in the county, and um, we trailed Brownsburg slightly, and they ended up being number one in the state in I-STEP. Um, so, you know, you knew this from our prior um, engagement. We're a very competitive school. It's just yes. kind of in our nature. Um, so, you know, for our kids to, uh, to go compete with their peers, uh, to have a uh, personal pride in our school uh, it means a lot and and um, we we haven't been able to technically celebrate our letter grade yet because they've been embargoed we know what it is um, we're excited when we can announce it but uh, what we can do is is uh, officially list off the percentages and um, and, and and actually our, our English score um, wasn't just the the highest in our county um, it was the highest in Hamilton County, uh, second highest in Hamilton County. Wow. So, and, and that's how we compare ourselves. You know, we, it's Henders County, Hamilton County. Uh, and that's where our kids have to go compete with those kids for college spots, jobs. Um, so our kids are embracing that and, uh, putting their best foot forward. What does it mean for the Cascade High School? I mean, is there funding tied to it? Do you guys get any bonuses? Hey, you guys did awesome. Here's some little something extra for the, you know, Christmas season. I mean, what does the state take care of you guys cuz you're doing such a good job? Yeah, that check is in the mail, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> um no. Um but what it does it puts the kids in a position to to have success now um, it is also tied to our teacher evaluation system good bad and different it is it's a it's a percentage of that um, so when the letter grades come out um, your letter grades are based on how you perform an I-STEP um, so there is a tie-in with that which is performance which ties to money uh, so there is a, um, a tie-in but as in um, uh, performance grant money is 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 a part of the process um, but that's all tied with the state and um uh, I would love to give everybody a bonus check for their performance. I just don't have that. I've got checks. But... <laughs> just not sure they're going to clear. <laughs> no, they won't clear. But we got we got checks. Now we're going to talk with, uh, as you mentioned, some folks that are experts in this here in just mm -hmm. in just a little bit. But uh, from a a 
10,000 foot perspective, how do you go about preparing your staff to get kids ready for ISTEP? Um, it's it's been a priority where um, we had a pretty singular approach. How do we get our kids ready? There was a, a, a vocabulary focus. There was a math processing focus um, and, and a consistent aspect of our professional development. Um, honestly, I'm just not smart enough to do 10,000 things. We have a very, it's that athletic John, background. John, 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 <laughs> the first rule is when you do really well, you take credit for it. Well, even I, if you didn't know anything, our, our people did really well. I just get out of the way. <laughs> um, it's that old coaching background. What do we have to do? Focus on the fundamentals, get the kids prepared, repeat, repeat, and, and um, put in the position. So, um, based on that, our professional development was was getting the kids ready to the best of our ability. And they'll touch on some of these things. We we also tie in our motivation factor. We had what we called an I step blitz, and I'll have uh, these excerpts explain more about it. But um, and basically, we're teaching standards because they need to be applicable to whatever the test is. Um, it sounds like that's all we're doing. It is not. It's part of the package. I think the, our magic bullet is the climate and culture we've created where our kids want to do well. Um, and this is the instrument that we have to go compete on. Now we're going to talk to the experts here literally in just a few seconds. But before yes, I do that, you're very nicely dressed today. <laughs> I mean, I wish my audience could see you. You've got a wonderful red jacket on. Where do you even find a red jacket these uh, days? This was Cole's clearance in the summer. Used a 30% <laughs> off coupon. I'm very, very frugal. Uh, we had our holiday gathering today with our staff. Was our PD was actually kind of the end of the year staff uh wrap-up party um, we go through Friday um, blessings to our good friends at Plainfield who go all the way through next Friday um, but uh, it, it's a pretty fun time of the year for us and for our kids uh, you've been at the basketball games we put up silly blow-ups all over the school they're awesome the they, bass is my favorite one the we, rotating bass we may be the only school in the nation to have a six-foot Christmas bass with camo like this. yes yes it fits us um, yeah, but oh, there's a method to the madness. Have our kids smile, and if they're smiling, we think they're going to do better. Uh, okay, so you mentioned end of the year. You guys obviously get that extended break. What do you do as a from a principal's perspective, and, and what does the staff do during uh, during this time off? Because you guys aren't just taking a holiday. No, the you know the the admin admin will will keep working over part of the the holiday. The staff kind of got the marching orders today. Um, they will wrap up grades. Um, you know, there, there'll be some kids that are still doing makeup and things. So, um, and it's also just preparation for second semester. Um, the PD plan will go out as far as what we want to focus on for second semester. So, um, you know, growing up in a family of educators, you know that there's no time off. It, it's kind of a, a, an oxymoron. It doesn't happen, but there is enough of a break that people can get rejuvenated and um, and come back strong. And I know that probably seems silly in the business world where there's not time off. Um, for us, uh, it's it's warranted and needed and, and uh, helps our staff and our kids just have more success. Now, John, we're going to talk here now with some of the folks that are really helping make this possible. But, again, we want to say congratulations on all you guys have done out there. You guys, are, you have really changed the culture out there. Things are going so well, and uh, you deserve a lot of credit for that. So thank you for all you're doing for kids in Hendricks County. Thank you. Um, but uh, the, these people you're going to talk to next, they're the people getting it done. I just get out of their way. But uh, I've said this before, I sure appreciate you um, recognizing our kids and our staff. You know, the Cascade High School is, is, is something we're real proud of, and, and I appreciate you making the time for us to talk about it.
That was John Acton, principal at the Cascade High School, talking about these fabulous ice chip scores that came out for them. And uh, wanted to also visit, as John mentioned, with two of the folks that really played a big part in this from the guidance department at the Cascade High School, Krista Boys and Marsha Bright. Here's my conversation with them. Marsha, tell us a little bit about what you do at, at the Cascade High School, because obviously you are such a key part in, in what's going on out there. Um, I've worked in the guidance office there for... 15 years or so um, we have a unique relationship I think in our guidance office there's a staff of three we divide up students by their grade level which is unique compared to the rest of the schools in our surroundings and then we also have a guidance secretary registrar who's been with us for the last 15 years too so we are all in step together and one piece falls and we pick each other back up, so, so it works out well. So take us through that you talked about uh, by grade level, which is interesting. When I was in high school, it was, hey, you're a K, you go to this person. Um, what is the thinking of uh, doing that by grade level? The advantage to the students is, for example, this year I work with a class of, that's the seniors and the sophomores. So when I send a message out to the seniors, all the seniors get the same message because they all deal with or work with me. Um, the same for the sophomores. The advantage to us as counselors, seniors are a lot of work. Um, we put a lot of time oh, yeah, into them. Yeah, we were them. awful. We were awful as seniors. <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean to help them prepare for what they do after they um, graduate from Cascade. But then after the seniors take so much of our time and then freshmen take a lot of time because we're trying to get them to our way, um, set them up to succeed. So Chris had, works with the freshmen and the juniors this year. So that way I can put lots of time into my seniors. He can put lots of time into his freshmen. And we stay with those students. I don't have seniors every year. Right. So currently when I work with the sophomores, next year I'll continue to work with them as their juniors. Chris, take us through what it's like to have freshmen because that's obviously a big deal. These kids are transferring in. They're going through a lot of changes in their, in their lives. And high school is a whole new thing to them. So take us through what it's like to have uh, freshmen. Yeah, Marsha talked about a little bit. These freshmen come in and they have to understand the way that we work at Cascade High School from taking final exams to something new to them, understanding how our grading system works, our cumulative grading style, anywhere all the way from having more freedom um, in the hallways and in the classrooms a little bit. Uh, the, it's just a whole new culture to them and for, for most of them it's a, it's a change that they can handle but for some of them they, they do need more help and that's from comes from the teachers from myself and and we also have a program um, called cadet kickoff and we allow the seniors and juniors to put on this program for our freshmen incoming freshmen and our mentors also help us with that Marsha, I'm curious, you know, Chris, this, you, this year gets them as freshmen. You've got them going out as seniors. What do you want to see between a kid when he's a freshman and a, and a senior? Um, what sort of growth are you looking for? I would say the, the biggest thing is ownership for themselves and maturity. So when they come in, we're giving them lots of possibilities and opportunities that they can take advantage of, and we want them to do that. So by the time that they graduate, they've put together a plan that works best for them. When they look at careers or they look at job placement or they look at college choices, it doesn't matter what I want for them. It matters some what their parents want for them, but it's what they want to do. We can't impress upon them if they have a C in a class that they should have an A on. 
it doesn't matter what I want. It's what the reins the kids wants to take. Yeah, again, our guests, uh, Marsha Bright, as well as uh, Chris Dubois. They're in the guidance office at the Cascade High School. Talking about the great I-Step score. So you get these I-Step scores. Does John come down? He's in a great mood. Is you know, is, John's it's probably a better place to work, right? John's always in a great mood for us. And uh, John's done a great job of changing our culture at Cascade. Um, the I-Step scores are something that we worked hard on because we were a little nervous about how the state was going to grade us and we did so well on our ECAs a year before we wanted to make sure that we stayed at our uh, level uh, so take us through what I-STEP tells you about it a kid and I'll have, have both of you answer this Marsha I'll let you go first and then Chris you look at a kid you've got them you know you get to know them a little bit and then they take this test what does it tell you about them do you learn anything from the results of this test that's kind of a big question. That's what so, we do here. We ask very big <laughs> questions. Um, I would say a little bit of a mix because it is a test that they take on just a couple of days. So it could be an indicator of what kind of day they had on that day. Um, as adolescents, you know, if the boyfriend broke up with you the night before or uh, oh, some of our kids deal with a lot of tough stuff, too, with what's going on at home. But then I think the bigger picture for most of them is what have they learned and not just that school year, but for multiple years leading up to that. So when they take these now, it's the March and May of their sophomore year, grade 10. So it's not just what did they learn in grade 10, but also what did we prep them for in right. grade nine? And in what did they learn in grade eight? And what changes do we need to make to their thinking? And, and then it's also maturity because it's not just bubbling A, B, or C. There's a thought process that they have to go to. So getting that information written in complete sentences. Well, our kids text all the time. So they need to spell out the word <laughs> your, not do you are. You know, so things like that. So there's, there's a big challenge as to what it really tells us. Yeah, I, I always like to look at the scores with the students and challenge the ones that scored really high on the I-step, but their grades aren't where they should be. Right. They're getting C's and D's or even some F's. And, but their scores are outstanding the top in the class and those are the kids that that need the help too um they're the kids that could achieve like like we want them to but they don't and and seeing the, those results and talking to those results of the kids i think it gives them that the hope that man i can do this so is it one of those things because as you said you guys rotate so you've got the kids the year this year that they're taking obviously the test you've got them the year ahead and these kids will take it next year do you guys sort of like feel pressure it's like sort of a judge on how you've got these kids ready a, a little bit yes uh like Marsha said at the very beginning, we in the guidance office, we're a team, but we always like to compete against each each other and right. try to compare. Well, my kids scored 800 <laughs> and your, your kid only scored 750. So we always like to compete, but it, it's in a good sense. And uh, it is, but we, we, work, we work together on, on everything. Yeah, Marsha, do you guys, is there a competition? Always, 100% <laughs> of the time. Even even the little things. If there's If there's a way to put numbers together and make it a competition we we usually do and some of them have been a little fun through the years well we'll come back to the ice step scores in just a little bit chris i want to just talk basketball with you real mm -hmm. quick uh team has looked very strong so far um you got a great group of kids and a lot of young kids out there that are really producing under underclassmen this year yeah it, this has been a, a, a unique year um, we have some seniors that we're looking forward to we have a couple of juniors on the team and we also playing some underclassmen too playing some guys that have not played on at the varsity level yet too so this 
first seven games we've been up and down a little bit. Um, last weekend was a little tough weekend for us, but we played some good teams. We, we were we were in the games, uh, just came out on on the wrong end. Uh, but this year, I think it's going to be a, a great great year for us. Now you won the big turn. You won at the Beef House. You went to the, the Covington. You won. Yes. Did they give you a trophy? Is it a giant piece of beef or what? What is no, it? No, but they did feed us at the Beef House. All the teams <laughs> got to eat free. We we just got a trophy, but we did get to cut down the net. And Lava, our kids haven't had the opportunity to cut down a net. I, we, we talked about that after the game. So think about this in March, how nice this would be. You know, one of the, the neat things about the, the Beef House is uh, when Trump was here, that's where his son went to campaign, was at the Beef House in, in Covington. Um, when, you, when you look at the fans at Cascade, and we say this on the air every time we broadcast a game, I love the way that gym is set up because we have the fans right on top of us and they're right on top of the gym and it really does give you guys a nice home court advantage because people are so close to the to the floor yeah it's one of those things that when we pull those bleachers out with our student section too the students are right there on the floor and a lot of schools don't have that and, and, and we do and ours like you said our fans are spread out throughout the whole entire gym now, they have got a great thing at the student section going on. I don't know if you notice this. When the clock is winding down, they will miscount for the other team when they have the ball, and it actually worked the other night. It, that's great. I don't know if you told them to do that or not, but it's really great. No, they, they did that on their own. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and real quick, before we get back to Tip, you've got a player that I'm sure it's very special for you to be coaching. I don't know if special is the right word, but uh, – my son Dalton Du Bois has come a long, a, a long way, and uh, from his freshman year, he was thrown in the varsity level. Probably shouldn't have been, but we we needed him to, and he's grown up a lot in the last couple of years. Is it is it hard coaching your son? Very hard, uh, very hard. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> there's things that I try to take the father out. Um, I'm, I treat him just like any other kid on the team. But there's also the dad in the background thinking, man, if you'd hit some more free throws, we could have only been down four <laughs> against Danville with five minutes left in the game. So it, there is some hard things, but I, I, I try to keep him as a, as, a team, as a normal team player. And my wife has put in a, ru a rule at our house <laughs> that there is no talking basketball once we get home. Is that is that a that's a real thing? That is a real thing. Yes. And she's pretty strict with that. Yes. How does that work? You're a basketball coach. Basketball, as in Cascade High School basketball. Okay, okay. We can talk about pro or college, but not just our our team and our re relationship. That's really great. Your wife deserves a gold star. She de she deserves a lot more than a gold star. <laughs> Get our guest, uh, Krista Boys and Marsha Bright. We're talking about the uh, fabulous uh, scores for the Cascade High School uh, in the I Step this year. Um, is I Step a is it a good judge, Marsha? I mean, is it is it fair? Is the test fair? I got to be candid. I fell asleep during my I Step test, and the person came over next to me, the proctor or whatever. I think he's I think that it was still tied to something back then at Brownsburg because he said, "You better get up and finish your test." Well, that's when the I Step test was called by students the I Slept test, right? <laughs> so right? I wasn't alone, right? No, I was not no. a bad person. Okay, very no. good. Uh, and he was very nice to politely telling me it's time to wake up and finish your exam. I I don't know. I I, I guess people can say good bad or whatever I guess I kind of leave that behind us because it is what it is um whining moaning groaning isn't going to change it I was really good there's, at that too. <laughs> everyone has to have a strength um but there's going to be a state test tell us what it is and we'll prepare for it so uh, we don't get to make those decisions they'll sometimes ask us for input Maybe they listen, maybe they don't, but there's there's going to be a state assessment. So put it in front of us, and we'll try to meet the mark. John and I talked about this last time he was here. You know, obviously 
the folks that go, or students that go to Cascade, the Cascade High School, and Tri West are different than kids that go to Brownsburg. It's a different living environment. It's a different maybe career goals. Is the state doing a good job, Chris, of taking care of our more rural school districts where, hey, farming's a big deal, you know, agriculture, industrial. These kids are maybe, not maybe, they are likely on a much different career path than something an organized test is going to tell you. Well, I think uh, Mr. Acton always says it doesn't matter where you live. Your kids have to compete versus other kids. And this test is a standardized test that measures what they understand and have learned it doesn't matter where if they live out in cascade or in brownsburg they, ha- they have to um, try to do their best on it and we have to compete with those kids and, uh, and our kids have, have done that all right uh, as we wind down here I want to talk about the environment at the cascade high school john has done such a great job and it, it's obvious when you walk down the halls kids like going to to school there and I, i'm curious to get both your thoughts on this you know john talked with us last time about making everything competitive, giving it a sports-type feel to it, you know, challenging kids to do their best, the mantras all over the, the school. Is, is it improving education at, at, at the Cascade High School? Absolutely. Um, I think it starts with leadership, and I think the, the cool thing to note is when you look at John as our principal, when you look at Brant Donovan as our assistant principal, when you look at Chris, when you look at myself, we all were teachers first. And, and we taught for a number of years. So when we work with other staff members, we were in their shoes and not too long ago. So I think that that helps. But the with our principal, with our assistant principal, the attitude that they have, the respect that they give to our teachers, um, to us daily, to students, to parents, I think that has made a huge difference. Um, and when you do silly things, when you see the bass fish in the school or, or whatever the case may be, um, his comment when someone says, why do you do that? He always says, why not? Um, so it's just that atmosphere of we're here to do a job. It's a hard job, but we also have to have fun while we do it. Yeah, Chris. Yeah, I, to go along with what Marcia said, uh, our principals have done an outstanding job of creating that culture, but it's they're outside in the hall in the hallways in the cafeteria talking to the kids joking with the kids they're not just sitting in in their offices um with the door shut so the kids can't talk to them um the culture has been great the last couple of years and our, our kids are starting to feed feed off on that uh, i want to close with this our, our good buddy dave shelbourne uh who was a longtime guidance counselor at avon we had him on the show a couple of weeks ago and I was talking to him and he said you know basically he got as many good memories out of being a guidance counselor as he did being a a football coach and I'm curious for each of you what made you want to uh move over into that profession and and make that your 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 way you impact kids Chris you want to go first yeah it's one of those things that I've worked at Cascade for a long time Uh, I was a teacher there and I was actually what was called a school to work coordinator back when the school to work program was around so my office was in the guidance office so I, I could see what they were doing every single day and that just made me want to go back to school and try to try to perform like the counselors were there and you're helping kids in a different way you're really preparing them after they leave cascade and what you can do to help them get to where they want to want to go and as a classroom teacher you're helping them to understand your material and then they just leave this way you can see what they're going where they're going to go after they leave cascade marcia i taught geometry so everyone oh 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 oh. (laughs) 
everyone moans and groans at that. Um, so I didn't want to stay there forever. Um, but for me, growing up, I moved often um, from Indiana to New York to Florida, so really moved. And so my first line of defense when I got to a new school was the counselor. So all the way back in high school, this was my eventual goal of what I wanted to do when I grew up. Um, I haven't really grown up yet, but um, it, it, it was it was the plan of attack. So hopefully, like Chris said, we're doing more for a kid than just teaching that subject matter. Well, guys, I uh, want to say thank you. First of all, congratulations, and thank you for all you do for kids. It is not... Uh, it is not an easy job that you guys have, and it's really phenomenal to to see this and, and to see our rural school districts doing very well because they're still such a huge part of, of Hendricks County. So thank you for all that you do. Okay. Thank, thank you. you. That was Marsha Bright as well as Chris Bois in the guidance office at the Cascade High School. And, of course, we were talking I-STEP today on the program, and the Cascade High School did phenomenal. Congratulations to them don't forget, if you missed any part of today's conversation, you can check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes now. Download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. You can go back and listen anytime you want. Just search for Central Indiana Today. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com.
Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.